sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, space invaders, defenders, and asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hello, hello, and good morning, boys and girls, to episode five of the Hungry Gamers podcast, brought to you by 8bit.net. We are coming to you from uh, Hungry HQ, aka the Man Cave Chamber of Secrets. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Follow me on the Twitter machine at Brendan8bit. As per usual, my two partners in crime, Reese Kirby at Fried Reese, Sam Abraham at 8bit Sam. How you doing today, boys? Good morning. Good morning. Doing good. Yes, we're back in the Man Cave of Secrets. We um, Man Cave Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, we uh, we realised we couldn't really afford the rent on the big boys' mm. boardroom. Um, yeah, so back we go. Coke <laughs> habit, just, just bankrupt everybody. <laughs> yeah. Those those uh, those collar tips just sent me over the edge. Mm. My accountant was not happy, and they were just really angry all the time, mm. like mood swings all yeah. week. No, no longer the hungry gamers, we are the angry gamers. The angry, angry. angry gamers, <laughs> the <Yeah>. poor gamers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well. So, what has been going on in the week that was for you boys? Anything exciting you've been playing, doing, seeing, eating? Give us a rundown. Um, I've been throwing back a bit really um not i mean first of all i'm going to put it out there my copy of fire emblem never ended up happening uh, um, which is a bit upsetting obviously so, i'm a little bit upset because you said you're going to give us yeah, the full rundown i know and... i know and i had a contact who had the american version for me that was going to send it to me and all this kind of stuff oh dude but no didn't end up happening but that's okay because i'm going to be a man of the people and wait for the australian release um, so whenever that might be, that's, I put my pre-order down at old, uh, it's big it, gaming company, whatever they're called. I, <laughs> I'm not going to mention them. But. It's your civic responsibility as an Australian to wait, yeah. I think. So you're doing the right thing, Reese. I think so. Good on you. We had a couple of mandates this week, you and I. Yeah. Yeah, quite, yeah, we did. Uh, w- got w- some Changs in, uh, Asheville. Yeah, we had, we had some, my, my usual haunt, because, you know, I, I, I sort of go to Ashfield area a lot. If you're looking for a cheap meal under, you know, about 20, 25 bucks per head, uh, there's three restaurants that are back-to-back. Yeah, you yes. need to explain this, because this is hilarious. <laughs> and we need to get to the bottom of the story. I, I'm on immediately the intrigued where this, this is going. Yeah. This is astounding. So, so there's, right. so there's uh, three restaurants back-to-back, and you, and you can stand on the street and look at the three signs. And the first one is New Shanghai. The second one is Shanghai Night, and the last one is New Shanghai Night. It is bonkers. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how they. They're not owned by the same people. We know that. No, no, they're not. Um, one of them's really popular. One of them's like the middle one, Shanghai Night, yeah. because the decorum is oh, somewhat. See, from I, the last. Five I was going to go with New Shanghai being the booming restaurant there because I frequent no, the one in Chatswood. Which one's the popular? And one? it is very, very close okay, to my heart. So, so the, the New Shanghai that you go to in Chatswood is different to the New Shanghai in um, Ashfield. It's oh. actually different. I think right. it's one of those things where they're business name is probably like you know c and j holdings proprietary yeah. limited trading as shanghai night like yeah <laughs> so dodgy but um the uh yeah new shanghai night we had you know pork and chives dumplings we uh Any shallot pancake uh no 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 no, no shallot great, bows. great but spread. 
my one of my favorites, the uh, stir fried beans with pork mince. Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah, and uh, and handmade noodles. So that was good. Those dumplings, mm. pork and chive dumplings, pan fried, pan fried all day every day. I can yeah. Can, can I ask you all guys day, what is what is your soy to vinegar ratio when no you vinegar. do your little mix? I don't do vinegar. It's... I had vinegar last night with dumplings for the first time mm. in my life. I like it with the vinegar. I could I could go again. I could go again. I, yeah. I'm like an 80-20 spread. I'll, I'll like pour this soy until the bottle's nearly empty, and then I'll do yeah. a couple little splashes of vinegar. And when I got those man. shell up pancakes out, I'm just like, just dunk oh, it in sauce, yeah. just dunk it, mate, soak it. Those those were great as well. Yeah, kind of like never had those before. Chinese garlic pizza. Dare awesome. I say it? That's pretty blasphemic, but oh well. Yeah, I've had a I've had a pretty big week game wise. So I got mm. Naruto off the back of talking about it and seeing how big it was. It I was, was always getting it. It was the biggest seller in the past fortnight in the Australasian gaming community. Mm-hmm. I was always going to buy it. So I, I just decided to just sink it in. I grabbed that, mm-hmm. clocked it, story mode in like half a day. It's not very big. Really? Yeah. Smashed it out until Tuesday, Street Fighter Five dropped. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. And then I've mm-hmm. just been mucking around with that, trying to work out how to be pro elite gamer at Street Fighter Five. It mm-hmm. is hard. It is hard. It is not it easy. Is hard. One, you have like those day one issues where you just can't get a fight at all. Mm. And then you go up against crazy people who have just been playing it forever. Mm. Uh, and I still don't understand the depth, but I read this great article during the week from one of those couch warriors, that yeah. couch warriors group. Someone yeah, wrote a really comprehensive article about They are, like, they are the fighting aficionados fight. from Melbourne. Those guys couch know their warriors, shit. you were doing some good work down there, boys and girls. Those guys know their shit. And that article just changed my world. So now I'm going to like, Take those tips. I'm playing Ken. I know you've got it as well. Yep, yep. Who are uh, you rocking? I've, I've been dabbling with a few different characters. Like typically, um, I, I had a f- the first few runs as Ryu. Uh, then I jumped onto Charlie. And um, I'm pretty sure her name's Julie. She's like a Eddie Gordo looking clone, but she's got a lot of takedown moves. She's got this little electricity attack. So maybe they're going to say she's a distant relative of Blanca or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, so, maybe so they're the main three I've been playing with at the moment. Yeah. Um, doing yeah, okay nice. I haven't played any ranked matches I've just been doing sort of the casual online what do you think of the way that you get a fight there because I found it really weird at first yeah, trying to set up a fight how does it work because there isn't really any any sort of guidelines or there might be and I maybe just skip through it but um, yeah, you, you jump confusing. in you go into casual and, and you, you, you choose your region you choose your, your preferred connection speed but without going in there and reading that fine print and you just go you know any connection you can get um, into a fight with some guy in, in Korea or Brazil where the internet connection, that ping can be so painful. With the internet you know, actually really That latency really just, just yeah, where the internet punishes. Works. The internet actually is... It's us, not them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always it's, us, not it's them. Not, yeah. It's not just some bloke in a, in a barn in the back of Burke just yeah. twisting a giant mm. lever. Mm. Yeah, Got to get the internet working. Yeah, Here so, we go. So you can... like. You can change the settings so yeah. that it's like it's the oceanic region, or and then you play um, the pick the three to five connection speeds. Yeah. That's you know sixty percent and upwards as far as you yeah, can right. shut out connections. Pin, but like ping. to set up a fight, you you sign in and then you just say that you're available for a fight, and then you just go and do like a single player thing, and then you have to wait for it to match you. So you could be in practice, yeah. you could be in story mode. The story mode is not great either. That's good. Cool. Like three like, fights each. I like that. You know. The, but, uh, but it's it's Match a long like long time between drinks too. Like yeah. jumping in the casual um casual lobby, you're just waiting. Like I didn't jump into any of the training or the, yeah. the very very brief story mode. But you can sit there for like you know up, upwards of five minutes waiting for a connection, and then oh. you know a fight lasts a minute, and then you're back in the lobby I had waiting. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, I had like a fifteen minute wait. It can be hard. Was like shit. it'll probably get ironed out. You know, as as it evolves over the next few months. Overall, the game looks beautiful. 
really smooth um, to, to chain combos and whatnot. The hard thing though as well is that I, I feel like you don't get any visibility to see how many other people are searching for a match. Yeah. yeah so right. you have no way of knowing how long it's going to be. Yeah. And that's crap because if you're like up at late hours of the night mm-hmm. and you're trying to find a guy in Australia to play against, it's probably already a hard ask. Yeah. You just don't know. You just have no way of knowing whether yeah. or not it's going to be like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 5 minutes. I, I haven't tried it yet but you can create your own little lobby so maybe yeah. you could jump oh. onto, you know, Osado or Couch Warriors or any of these other mm. fighting leagues and jump on and, you know, make a little group and say, hey, from 10 p.m. tonight, here's lobby ID code, blah. Jump in that way, you can, you know, get a, a constant flow of matches. So that's probably going to be the easiest way to ensure, you know, constant interaction and, and regular battles. I think it'll get more friendly, yeah. I think it has to get yeah. friendlier. Nice. Yeah. And then I got Firewatch, but I haven't played it yet. Oh. I really wanted to finish it by now so I could talk about it here. You've got me intrigued. Originally, yeah. I was kind of like, you know, how interesting could forest management be? But um, <laughs> you, you made some comments on it saying that the story is really quite immersive. So I'm thinking, I'm going to let you have a go. I, and I, then I still it. have uh, avoided story um, and spoilers and things like that. Yeah, to Because yeah. I know that it's meant to be a really great story. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, maybe, it's like, piqued it's my to, interest. Like some of the like very vague feedback I've heard as well. So like it really tackles some pretty heavy issues. Mm. Like there's some dark stuff that it comments on. So yeah. uh, interested to see what that possibly is. I'm mm-hmm. guessing the guy's an alcoholic. Uh, I don't know why. I just, I think I picked up on something from a, an interview. Yeah. A quick one too, before we move on to the next segment, I tried for the first time via the PlayStation app on my iPhone because I was away with work for most of this week. Street Fighter V came out, jumped onto the PlayStation Store, bought it via the app and, and selected it to download and because my PlayStation 4 was in sleep mode back home. Oh, nice. It downloaded. So when I came wow. back home, whatever night, Wednesday night, jumped on, turned the PlayStation 4 on, Street Fighter Five was ready to rock, pre-downloaded for me, all the patches, everything to go. So That's pretty That's good. That's great. Sony... Shout out for that little bit of ingenious technology you got there. I was very, very impressed. Is there nothing like that on Xbox? There might be. I think there's something. There might be. Could there's, be. There's well. no way it would connect. But, but it was. I was, you know, blown away by it. Jumped on board it, downloaded yeah. it, got home, ready to go. The bone doesn't it's, really have a sleep mode though, does it? Uh, I don't think it does. It's got a low power mode on it. Does so it have a low power? Yeah. Mode? It's got rapid start. Oh, okay. So it'll probably work in the same regard. If they haven't got it already, they'll have it soon. We'll have to yeah, do some okay. sleuthing on this one, I think. Hmm. Nice so let's uh let's tackle the news headlines for the week, boys. The news headlines. Oof. Nice. That's that's homage to Street Fighter right there. That's yeah. it. Nice. So so the first one, um, Sam, did you want to lead this one off or Yeah, this is a this is a f- funny one. Uh, Lupe Fiasco beats Street Fighter Pro Daigo uh, in a Street Fighter V match. So those, those Three who don't two. know, Lupe Fiasco was a rapper, or is a rapper. Uh, he came out with a with a fairly big hit about, I think, five years ago called Kick Push. Um, <laughs> yeah. About skateboarding. Um, honestly, first album, fantastic album, mm. Food and Liquor. Um, the Cool is an excellent album as well. It takes a while to get into, but everything after that, it's a just a. I dig record. Superstar. I like Superstar as a yeah, track. Yeah, that's on the cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a couple of good uh, tracks weapon. on that one. Yeah. Little weapon. Oh, I think that's later on, but yeah. I, I could be wrong. Y- but you, you know, his cred's gone downhill when he's now doing cameos and Guy Sebastian songs. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you what, he did some kicking and pushing here. He beat Daigo three two. <laughs> uh, you what, like that one? What, what, like what do you think? Do you, do you I think? You'd like that one. Do you uh, think there was a bit of a back back um backdoor deal where he sort of said. Like Street Fighter Five, yeah. said Dago. I watched the uh, the footage accessible. I have I have my own um, summary of it. Basically, uh, from what I understand, Daigo hadn't really played the game much when he when he 
uh, was was playing, and I also don't think is Ryu his usual character. <laughs> Sam, you'd probably know. I, no, I have no idea. I I, I, I no don't idea. think uh, it's his usual. I think he usually uses blanker, or most most often than not uses blanker. But I think this was mainly just you know publicity. I yeah, I feel like he threw it. He, I I don't see how he could have lost to an amateur. So if you're if you're like he's apparently most noteworthy street fighter pro or yeah. one of yeah, right yeah. when you're that good at something you don't just lose to someone who picks it up freak like infrequently no. and like, he's open and the skill to cap, the skill cap to yeah. be pro versus amateur there's a big divide there i uh, i noticed that like he left himself open for the wake up um uppercuts oh yeah like he was open to about 30 of them and it was just i was like come on and uh, they swapped out someone's I think they swapped out Lupe Fiasco's uh, joist fight stick halfway yeah. through the fight. So like part of me is thinking maybe Lupe's just been given like just one that's not really connected to the console. Yeah, and some and someone's just like back. smashing it in the background oh and Lupe's gosh. just like yeah. smashing the buttons with his right hand or like wiggling the fight stick yeah. with his left. Yeah, I, I just maybe thought that, that Capcom have, have done a bit of an under table deal with Daigo and said, you know, we'll float you a bit of cash. Yeah. yeah, you you lose these matches, so it makes the game feel a little bit more accessible and pick up and play to the common man. So that way, you know, people that want to dip the toe on Street Fighter go, yeah. you know what? And all this of a is sudden, awesome. if he can beat a champion, maybe we're yeah. gonna get some like, fun out of this game. Yeah, and all, and all of a sudden, everyone's talking about Lupe Fiasco. You know, I dare say he has yeah. some sort of new album about to drop or something. So it'll be tied <laughs> in with it all, of course. You know? Probably another uh, collab with Guy Sebastian. Mate, get Shannon Noll. <laughs> that's it yeah. what about me I Shannon, keep, Shannon was robbed I keep seeing stuff on Facebook about like a Shannon Noel Guy Sebastian re- reunion rematch Australian Idol it's, battle it's a rematch it's and a rematch is that happening yeah because Shannon was robbed um, 100% uh, all, wrong? all of Australia will agree with me he was robbed mate and, that uh, fro had it Nine times out of ten, I but, reckon. Like, that no. fro... He's gotten a lot better looking, though. Guy now, he's shaved that hair off. He's got a bit of muscle on him. It's crazy what money does, He's man. a lot more marketable okay. than Scully. Crazy what money does. Quick, quick story about Guy Sebastian before we move on. Uh, as you know, he was a judge on The X Factor. Yes. And um, one of the most cringiest moments on TV. I mean, X Factor is cringy at the best of times, but um, I watched this. I had this particular episode on when I was watching, and these three girls um, who are kind of like a Destiny's Child sort of take... Yeah. Um, were under Guy Sebastian's guidance and he was like, you know, guiding him through their song and they were doing an interview with him via um, like a Skype or whatever, sort of overseas. He was overseas at the time. And they were just like, you know, Guy, you've been with these girls for th- three months now. Like, what do you think? Uh, how do you think they're going? And he said, look, the first time um, I sat down and I worked with them on the song, they absolutely blew me away. Um, and then when we got together for this song, um, they sat down and they blew me again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And everyone, like, he even freaked out and then they just sort of cut away and, like, no one said anything about it. It's just like, I have never forgotten that (laughs) amazing moment in TV. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of thing, it would have been for publicity. They sat down and blew me again. Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's oh, Sebastian, hang your head in shame, you mm. scumbag. Yeah, that, that Lupe fiasco fight, I think, was probably just a little bit of uh, publicity. But hey. It's good publicity. Credit to them. We're talking about it. Yeah. yeah. They made it to the Hungry Gamers. That's huge. Mission accomplished, man. That's it. You've well made done. it. You've made it. Yeah. Lupe, return our calls. That's it. We want an interview on this. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. <laughs> just don't. Dumb it down. All right, League of Legends Championships to be held exclusively in the USA this year. Last year, they traveled throughout Europe, if I recall correctly, guys. Yeah, no, Wells was in Europe last year. Um, and they've announced that this year it's all going to be in the USA. So it goes for like a month. 
It's a whole event. Did you ca- anyone catch Worlds last year for League of Legends? Bits and pieces. It's nah. it's fun to sort of watch. It's probably one of the best esports events um, that you could watch because it's so entertaining and the way they do the whole show is just fantastic. Mm. And then in the game as well, they have like sort of tie-ins for the players as they're playing League of Legends. So last year, there's like things like the opening screen had the trophy and then like uh, the Eiffel Tower because it was in France. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like fun things like that happen and they do a really good job of like making it accessible to the community as well. Uh, But this year, USA. So if you're planning on being in USA this year around September, I want to say. Uh, try and catch one of those matches it'd be huge it'd be in a stadium no doubt somewhere yeah. like some big Super Bowl fuck off stadium <laughs> with like an aquarium around the side wonder what the halftime show will be hey Janet Jackson maybe yeah oh, bring it out mm. <laughs> bit more exposure for the Jacksons uh, they need it I haven't heard about any Jacksons in a long time yeah I'm good not I'm, since MJ I'm good for, for Jackson news really I think for a while what, I, I think they're what, what, what are we going to find out what Tito's up to what's Blanket doing these days <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to know. <laughs> they'll resurface. They'll resurface on sure. something for sure. Um, yeah. PlayStation VR launched spring 2016. Dude, seriously. That would be um, our autumn, you know? Yeah. So that'd be honestly, sometime after August. I'm so psyched for this because... Um, no, no, no. That's the, Dude, that's next. Um, that's the next season. We're in summer, August, autumn. No, their, their summer is in July. No, no, no. So it's their spring though, isn't it? Their spring? Is it their spring or is it our spring? Bro, I don't know. If it's their spring, let's it's, coming, wait out for it's, it's coming out in spring sometime. Let, let's our say spring? our spring. So oh, after winter. September. Um, so, okay. so honestly, uh, if you haven't seen the video, there's like a short three or four minute video on um, on YouTube regarding the PlayStation VR. And honestly, I'm just like so excited because, you know, I remember like people talking about Oculus Rift like two years ago, like it was just like, it's so expensive and it's so hard to get hold of and yeah. we're so far away. But we're also so close and it's like, here it is. This is the thing we want. We want the cool VR. We want the experience. We want, you know, like you actually get to hold the gun when you're like trying yeah. to, you know, do your mission and stuff. Like I can't fathom it. Like no. that's the problem for me at the moment is I can't, I, I know what, what PlayStation VR will be and I know what, you know, the Oculus Rift will be. And I can sort of understand that. It's what happens after that. Mm. It's like, how many degrees do we need to wait until it's like sort out online where I'm literally just have like a visor on and I'm lying down and I'm in, in like huge MMO just slashing that's, about. That's the dream. That's what I'm waiting but, for. I want that on my deathbed so that at least I can go <laughs> swinging. Do you guys remember um, about, oh, be 20 years ago when Intensity first opened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they had the VR experience. That and was, uh, I think he had, it was boxing. It was so clunky. I remember seeing that and really wanted... I could never get on. I was like five. Yeah. So I could never get on. I, I think I was about 30 at the time. Um, <laughs> I, I remember just being so... You look great for The 50, truth bro. comes out. <laughs> I, I, I remember out. being so uh, impressed by that though. I was like... You know, yeah. Because it was about a half an hour wait and I got in and I had to go. And it was just... Great. But it looks cool. Yeah. Watching people flail around from the outside, also fantastic yeah. entertainment. And I imagine this would be no different. It's a big thing in the 90s. Yeah. It's like that whole hackers thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, where, where people just have obscure ideas about what technology will be. Yeah. And it was basically just like uh, how to hack. You tap the keys a few times and yep. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Do you so remember that Joel? De- definitely keen for that. Mm. I saw a few games on it that looked like uh, one looked like a like a I think it was called London Heist, mm. and it was basically like uh, you know you're a safe cracker and you've got a team of people you're trying to um, you know uh, heist a, a jewelry store or something mm. like that looked awesome because um, it wasn't just your typical like shooter fighter. They had a tanks game which looked awesome. They had another game that looked a little bit like Dishonored. I think you know the range of titles, the launch mm. titles will probably get you know really really good. I want to I wonder what the possibility for the application of virtual reality would be for helping people say overcome fears because in that trailer we were watching there was someone who was like on a tightrope right yeah true and that would terrify a lot of people that'd scare the shit out of me I'm, well, I I'm, hate I'm, heights I'm afraid of heights yeah it's yeah. getting used in a lot of applications already like Oculus Rift is getting used a lot in sporting like professional sporting associations where really? he- head coaches are using the Oculus Rift to to um for their for their players like various linemen or, or defensive players where they'll put the headset on and they'll simulate real plays in oh, virtual wow. reality and wow. then you know watch how they naturally react and they can go back to the tape and say oh you know Johnny Smith you, you didn't sort of pull when you're meant to push you didn't take like block off that player so on and so That's forth a really so good, uh, application. You know, real life training without the with the potential for injury and you know with concussions such a big part in a lot of these contact sports it's a safe way to upskill the guys and, and sort of educate them and, and make sure they're, you know, playing to the now, best of their uh, ability. So yeah. it's, it's really powerful. Like it'll trust, just... trust the NFL to work that out. Like to, yeah. to say, yeah, let's use this for that. Yeah. Keeping it's... it, uh, keeping it PG. What is a, uh, what is an application of this sort of technology that you'd like to see become, <laughs> become domestic? Cause, going, cause uh. <laughs> it, it, everyone's, everyone's got the obvious in mind, but um, apart from that. Um, that's really hard. Like, I, I guess, you could do. You could buy it almost for for people that have um, budget restrictions, and maybe they yeah. travel the world like in their in their lounge room. So yeah, you know, mate. people that can't you know do, do world virtual trips. holidays, walk yeah. the Great Wall. You know, yeah. you could do things like that. Yeah, things Oof. like that. It would be like Total Recall almost. Yeah, where it's like you just you want to go on a holiday. You want to be a spy. Yeah, they plug it into the machine. Boom. That'd be sick. Down for that. So I think that'll probably be one of the main future sell points on it. But I'm I'm curious because Oculus Rift drops. I think March, March, April. Okay. And because Sony haven't come out with an announced date yet, they're just going to sit back and see how well it's received, any potential issues. I think it'll be a Christmas thing. Do some last-minute updates before they drop. But it's, it's going to be an expensive bit of kit. Yeah, you know, they said... It's talked about 500 or so US. So that's about 800 here. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. But I mean, at PS2 was nearly $1,000 or... Mm. When it was first dropped, and I think Xbox One was almost $900. It's, it doesn't... Really phase me. I think it's uh, you know, it's one of those things that you give it six months and it'll come down by two yeah. to three hundred bucks. So the the other one that doesn't really get as much fanfare as the Oculus Rift and the Sony VR is the um the HTC Vive. Vive, sorry, have you guys seen that one? No, so what's HTC, that? HTC are getting involved in the VR gaming space as well, and they've partnered up with Valve. You know who do Halo, Team Fortress, and whatnot, and they've mm. they've devised their own VR bit of kit that's going to be predominantly PC based. But, um, you know, full 360 degree head tracking and, and the likes. And it runs, I think, off 90 hertz. So mm. it's, it's going to be super crisp images. But um, So is it is it just like a VR headset for gaming? Just or like a it? VR headset for gaming, well, yeah. It's just like, I mean, you'd have to have one for every console. You'd have to have one for PC as well. Because you can't yeah. just go and get your, like, Oculus Rift and plug that into mm. your PC. Or at least they probably won't make that accessible yeah. Microsoft won't make that yeah. accessible I imagine they'll have all the third away. party companies coming out with their yeah. own VR headset that you buy like instead of buying a controller you like and it's like you know how you've got sort of like the Turtle Beach headsets where it's like they all sort of go up in terms of quality and stuff it's like yeah. you can get VR headsets with like a cooling pad and a mm. you know 
special camo and stuff. Like. This is like, I feel like I'm in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. This, this is, is like, I'm this in the future. Yeah. And this then, is the hoverboard moment. That and never they, all, they all come with controllers. So the Vive, Oculus Rift and mm. the Sony VR will all come with uh, a motion-based context controller as well. Mm. Um, I think the uh, PlayStation VR is going to try and use those move sticks that they tried to flog out yeah. on the hey, PS3 I, as I well. I thought the move sticks those. were good. I, I played them. I liked them. I never used them. Mm. Yeah. But I just the, saw the cheap ads. They, they look comfy. bad. The part that, that never really gets mentioned as well is the ones that are going to be based off PC. You're going to need a very, very powerful PC to run this bit of kit. Yeah. So, I mean, so for the layman yeah. out there that might just have an entry-level gaming PC, they're going to have to you know, throw a grand or two grand into also yeah. upgrading their hardware to be able to run this VR. Yeah, so, I, I think I think people that have got layman sort of PCs and are just casual PC gamers, I think they're probably going to be more steered towards getting a console um, because, yeah, yeah they're, they're not the types to sort of bring in the big guns for the PC. I don't know, just a thought. But yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm excited yeah. for it. Um, I think just as a, a another thing too, closing off on that is um, there's actually a, a rumour, um, and I've actually heard a few people discuss this and say that they've seen it and used it, is the next Samsung Galaxy. Yeah, it comes um, with VR as well. We'll, we'll have it supports a, VR. Basically, yeah. you imagine the phone and then imagine a pair of sunglasses yeah. and the phone clips into the sunglasses yeah. and you use it as VR. No, that's that's exactly right. I remember seeing that about uh, maybe probably like early prototypes 12 months ago. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's where everything's going. Like, and, and that headset, you know. I'm pretty sure, like from what I can see and what I remember, it, it's about 100 bucks US because mm. most of the smarts are going to be within the phone itself. Yeah, true. You're just getting a pretty fancy schmancy bit of, you know, 3D goggles. Going to see schmancy. some interesting your phone in there. technological advancements in the next two, three years, I reckon. Mm, yeah. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Yeah, so um, the Smite Oceana Pro Tournament has been announced. Um, $100,000 prize pool. So anyone out there with parents and whatnot that think there's no money in video games, look at this Smite prize pool for, you know, a bit of ammunition to say, Mom, I want to play video games for the rest of my life. I think it'll just become another one of those things where if... Cause <laughs> Is that a discussion parent, in anyone's house? Parents of our generation, <laughs> Opening right? that can of worms. I think parents of our generation will just be like, instead of enrolling in Saturday morning soccer where no one passes to each other and everyone calls me fat, it's <laughs> one of those things where um, it'll be like, all right, go, really... go and do your homework, go and practice your smite. Go and practice your smite. That'll be someone somewhere. That'll be like a total parent living yeah. vicariously through their child somewhere. Yeah. Probably uh, me. If I ever have kids, I would love to get my kid oh, and then kick that kid's ass. Sam oh, Jr., how many today? hours have you put into smite today? That's it. Yeah. I remember when smart, I used though. to play bloody... Do- we, we played Dota, the yep. original Dota. Yep. And there was none of this bloody, you know, yeah. zero lag and all that. We had to deal with the rough as guts, bloody rubber band computer systems. Add command lag and the kid's like, shut up, dad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go back to my virtual reality yeah. now, dad. Yeah. You haven't lived in a 300 I just go outside and play, dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you stay inside. <laughs> so $100,000 prize pool. Yeah. It's going to be split across three events. And um, across six teams are going to win. So when you break that down, um, it's actually probably not a lot of money for the individual player. So if it's across the six, if it's across three events, right, thirty-three mm-hmm. grand, or probably I'll split it differently. But then you've got like what's in a, a smite team? Five players, Five and players. then you'd have two subs and one or two managers. Would the subs right? get mm. the get subs? Get yeah, I think the subs or it will go to the a case team. Of Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> it would go to the team, and then they would divvy it up based on yeah. who's getting paid what amount. Because each of the players wouldn't get an equal share. Do you have to pay tax on it? 
Do you reckon they pay tax on it? Um, I want to say yes because uh, it's an income and they would have to have a visa to work in uh, whatever country they're playing in. We'll take cash. Mm. Yeah, it would totally, they would totally have to pay tax on it. Yeah. Yeah. That um, sucks. So you'd get even less. Well, most of the yeah. money's made on these professional esports teams via the sponsorship anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know? And the Speaking rest of sponsorships. Gravy. If anyone's out there <laughs> that wants to give three blokes a leg up. Mm. Looking at you, Jack Link's Beef Jerky. Love that, oh, What an amazing sponsor Jack idea. Jack Link's Beef Jerky. Teriyaki, uh, the XL Beef Nuggets. Uh, the Teriyaki XL Beef Nuggets are my favorite. Would Thank you take you. payment in just jerky? No, I would happily jerky take dollars no, in jerky. You want jerky dollars. We, jerk went coin. To, we went to America last year and me and my wife uh, went to America and she got completely addicted to jerky to the point where she was going through uh, one, you know, 800 gram packet a day Jeez. so it was pretty intense it's, an, cats. it's so an expensive habit we had to have an intervention but um, she's pulled through She's I think she's about 6 months sober now So it's 6 months <laughs> jerky free yeah it's really um, it's really good good of her really proud of you babe keep that shit up cat mm. yeah <laughs> so Jack Links if you're listening send some jerky to the hungry gamers just not to my wife just not to cat yeah yes and cat if you're listening don't eat jerky just stay away just abstain <laughs> just abstain just give me the jerky just give it yeah yep. give it to us so Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus are teasing about potentially working on a project again, as some of you may or may not know out there. Prior to uh, Kojima leaving um, previous establishments, he was working with Guillermo del Toro on a mm. reboot remake of Silent Hill. Sick. The demo came out, PT played the demo, scared the absolute shit out of me. Um, but, you know, then relationships broke down. Hideo left... Konami left Konami said yeah. company open up um, Kojima Productions now mm-hmm. and Norman Reedus as you know Daryl from The Walking Dead or the other guy from The Boondock Saints or that guy from that meme that <laughs> well the says, only guy from The Boondock Carol. Saints Carol really? yeah. like the other Carol. guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. But says it, the dad jokes yeah but anyway they've been you know hanging around a lot there's been a lot of activity on social media Norman Reedus was posting the you know Kojima Productions logo on his Instagram the other day, so mm. there's talk that it's all they're calculated. getting back in. You know, yeah. just just a, a throwback to sorry to jump back for a bit, but imagine Silent Hill in VR. Yeah, <sighs> I, I'd wear a nappy because I'd yeah. be weighing and pulling myself. Yeah. Let's all get a day. sponsorship from an adult diaper company. So when we play our VR games, hey Huggies, sorted. We're looking at you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about Huggies. There's a diaper shortage. There's a diaper shortage at the moment. Oh no way! Do you know about this? No, I didn't know about that. Apparently. Like you're restricted from buying more than oh no it's baby formula. I was gonna it's say I think we're good for nappies. It's yeah. baby formula. None of us have kids. Yeah, hey. the resellers have, nah. have jumped on the baby formula. Yeah. But um, that's a totally other issue for another type of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> not ours. You know what? I I had no idea that Norma Reedus was forty seven. I learned that looking into that little Hideo Reedus. He looks forty seven. He I well no, yeah he I does. He looks in his thirties. Yeah I. Bless <laughs> you. He looks that like was happening. he looks like Keith Urban with a lot more heroin. Yeah, yeah. Like Days he just looks like back. he's strung out. Like, <laughs> so I'm dehydrated. Knowing that he's 47, I buy 47. And I feel like if he had a clean haircut and wasn't like halfway through Walking Dead filming all the time, like I would like. Yeah, he's he's uh, you know he's in his 40s, right? Mm. But he in the show, I bought him for 30 or 30s. Mm, maybe in the show. it's like a big conspiracy that the show was actually about him because he looks like. The Walking Dead. He well, what if he was dead the whole time? There you go. I, I read a you know oh. fan um oh. what 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 what's the word we're looking for like fan hypothesis? theory fan, fiction. fan, fan fiction. theory fan theory oh yeah where Norman Reedus is like they're gonna try and put him in as like case zero so he's immune to the virus oh. because he doesn't like 
Daryl Dixon doesn't exist in the the comics. Yeah, he was okay. actually written for the show, yeah, the source material, but yeah. then became this big cult hero in the show. So if you know, you see all over the internet if Daryl dies, we riot and everything like that. So I'm curious <laughs> if they are just going to go. You know what, fans, we want to see a riot and we like this controversy in the show. Yeah. Whack, Daryl Dixon's dead, but I, for now he lives on. I I struggle with Walking Dead. I don't know. Never been a fan. I I like it. I do like it. I just hate how it it feels like you know who won't die. You definitely know the characters that won't die. Like Michonne will not die. You know, mm. she won't die. She's just everyone likes Michonne with the sword. Daryl's not going to die anytime soon. You, you know, don't know that. that. I don't know. It's just look at what happens to Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm waiting so for Carl. I want Carl dead. D E D dead. In, in I hate Carl. He's just a whingy little brat. Just but in, in the earlier seasons, I'll agree with that. But like, because I've read a lot of the comics, I know down the road, trying to avoid spoiler ter- territory, Carl, Carl is, you know, a bit of a dude. Especially yeah. now, if you've seen what happened to him in the latest episode in the mid-season return, you know, Carl, do we, but Carl do we know what, what, gets like, in a bit of trouble. What's the actor's name? Do we know, Does anyone know the actor's name? Um, Chandler Riggs. His range How is, is that? crap. Chandler, Chandler Riggs, his range as an actor is shit. Like, he has one one mode through that whole show where it's just like, he doesn't know where to be in a scene. Like, his mum died and then he's just like, just standing there. Like, he, he could just chew that scenery. He does nothing dude, with it. Dude, you are laying into him really he's, thick. I rewatched, I rewatched the series. You are laying into his craft, dude. And he, was, he, was just, he really stood out. Like he's better than the goddamn son from the Strain TV show adaptation. The son in the Strain <laughs> is the biggest piece of shit actor I've ever seen Jesus. in my life. Who, who, I've never oh, seen this name. Always I've calling out this one. Mm. We should get them, pick them against each other. Shots oh, fired. Are we doing it? We're doing it. I love the strain, but yeah, kid, come on. Go give Sir Patrick Stewart a call. See if he'll give there you some so many shots. Lessons. Wait, there are so many shots being fired here. Oh, mate, he, when, when, he, when he comes out shooting, he's not holding back. Duck and cover. Yeah, mate. Yeah, so... We're free. We we're, free. We're, we're, we're free. There's a lot of shots. Weapons fired, free. Though. The gun free. is put back in the holster. <laughs> right. Nice. Just for now, though. So, my biggest love hate in the t- last 12 months Fallout 4 has announced three DLC packs. Yeah, this is probably going to get you interested again. Four I, I, it's not, because I'm not starting from the start. I am done with that game. Because I lost that save data, Fallout 4 is dead to me. As, I, as much as these three DLC packs have announced. Sound friggin' brilliant, and what I'm are excited. They? What's the go? What, what okay, so with? the first one, I'll, I'll give you the direct sort of quote that um, Bethesda dropped. The first one is Automatron, the mysterious m- m- machinist. Yeah, machinist. Machinist. That word always confuses machinist. me. Machinist. Let's say machinist has unleashed a horde of evil robots into the Commonwealth, including the devious Robo Brain. Hunt them down and harvest their parts to build and mod your own custom robot companions. Mm-hmm. Choose from hundreds of mods, mixing limbs, armor, abilities, and weapons, like the all-new lightning chain gun. Even customize their paint schemes and choose their voices. Yeah, cool. So, th- so that one, I'm like, mm, yeah, whatever, cool, yeah. whatever. Next one, Wasteland Workshop. With the Wasteland Workshop, design and set cages to capture live creatures, from raiders to death claws. Tame them or have them face off in battle, even against your fellow settlers. The uh. Wasteland Workshop also includes a suite of new design options for your settlements, like Nixie Tube Lighting, Letter Kits, Taxidermy, and more. See? Taxidermy, straight away. I'm like, oh, I could live my dream in video game land. (laughs) (laughs) And the final one... If you're passionate about it, man, just go for it. I can't. I can't. I I can't start from the start again. (laughs) And the last one... Let's all go there. The the last one is called Far Harbor. 
So it's a new case from Valentine's Detective Agency leads you on a search for a young woman and a secret colony of synths. Travel off the coast of Maine to the mysterious island of Far Harbour, where higher levels of radiation have created more feral, a more feral world. Navigate through the growing conflict of in, uh, conflict between the synths, the children of Adam, and the local townspeople. Will you work towards bringing peace to Far Harbour, and at what cost? So Far Harbour... I'm not done yet, man. Oh, shit, it's, sorry. It's, this is the biggest DLC part it's of it all. Chunk. Yeah, it is. Far Harbour features the, the largest landmass for an add-on that we've ever created... Filled with new faction quests, settlements, lethal creatures, and dungeons. Become more powerful with new high-level armor and weapons. The choices are all yours. Tell me yeah. more about them dungeons. Oh, mate. Love them dungeons. Dungeons um, are my favorite place to be. I <laughs> Have you played Fallout 4? Reese? Yeah. 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 Were you, like, were, were, have you finished it? I haven't no, finished it. I stopped. I got bored. Yeah. Um, because uh, I, was, I like the story, but there's too much in between. Um, you know, I don't really want to build settlements. I... I've got my own settlement around me I, uh, in real life. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't really need one on, online. Because if, if I go and like, you know, spread decor online, yeah. Kat's just going to go, look at the living room. Yeah. What's, I mean, could you not pick out a new coffee table? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Just pick the bean shaped one with the Either that or Scandinavian you're, legs. You're practicing and you'll be pro when it comes to like, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> but I, I get that people love Fallout 4. I, I just, it, Playing it for me just really proved to me how little I give a shit about Fallout. Like <laughs> as a as a as a world, like it just it never really appealed to me to the point where I sunk twenty or so hours in. Like usually more, I think probably thirty. Like if I've hit thirty hours in something, I'm gonna finish it. And even this is just like mm. don't care. Apparently, I'm not even up to like one of the storyline decisions that you need to make, where you basically pick a faction. Mm. Like I'm not even there. I don't think and I already am, it's a bit droll. It, it felt really repetitive. Um, that dickhead Minuteman who kept telling me oh, to he's go, useless. just go, go here and save that place. Oh, okay. There's another place and another place and another place. I know the settlement so needs our help. Boring. Yeah, exactly. I know the settlement needs help. Oh my God. Bro, calm down. I wanted, to I, know fight the up. I wanted to fight him and I wanted the Minuteman <laughs> gone and I couldn't even do that. They didn't even give me that option. I couldn't even be like yeah. evil, you know, in the way that you sort of had in in Skyrim, yeah, where you could just be just hated, fable, and it was great. fable. Yeah. It's it's Total funny because the Minutemen, Jade Empire, they're the first guys you really meet. So you like attack, like you grow attached to them straight off the bat, and you're like, you know, they're fighting for the everyday man and yeah. trying to make life worth living. But then you know, as it progresses, and that Preston Garvey guy is just sending you on the same friggin' quest, just to different areas of the map every other day. Yeah, you just despise them. I didn't side with them, and I went, you know what? To hell with you, useless buggers. <laughs> yeah, you started. Hell with your useless buggers. You started your own prison camp yeah. and gave everyone matching uniforms. That's it. Is there, That's is it. there conform an, or die? Is there, is there an Aussie guy in Fallout? Not is me. Is there an Aussie guy in Fallout? Uh, like a, a voice actor? Yeah. No. Oh, I don't think so. No. A bloody settlement needs our bloody help. <laughs> Get out there and help those blokes out. That would be a good mod. Mm. Yeah, mate. Just go, go over that dingo like a, over there. Like a uh, like post-apocalyptic uh, Mad Max. Yeah, instead oh, of Nuka yeah, Cola, just VB tins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton caps. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, so the first DLC drops in March, and then it's out every other month. Um, so March, April, May is the uh, release dates on this stuff. But they're sneaky because each DLC goes up in price. So the first one. <laughs> oh what? yeah, no, they're, they're saying now. Yeah, yeah. Your, your season pass to get all the DLCs thirty bucks, but we're going to increase it soon. 
Yeah, that's that is say, just yeah. to fifty. Ridiculous! That just makes me want to not play it even yeah. more. So Fallout, you had me for a long time. Microsoft, you lost me from Fallout. So Preston Garvey, it was nice knowing you, mate. But I'm done with you guys. And, oh, yeah, and who's that? that who's done. that little weasel? Who's that little weasel at Microsoft that you were dealing with? What's his name? Shane. Shane. Fucking Shane. Mate, it's all his fault. I reckon he's part of the conspiracy. I definitely think so. He's we're the on, giant spider. We're on Shane Watch. Shane Watch. How do we? How do we? How do we? <laughs> still how no, do we unpack this? Still no reply on my big forum post about all the lack of support no, I got on that hard drive. You know what? So Microsoft. I haven't played my Xbox apart from Rise of the Tomb Raider in a long time. I'm on the Sony yeah. wagon these days. Boycotting. So, yeah. After all the money and time I've sunk into the bone, you've lost me, Microsoft. Oh, shots. Fired. Yeah, I'm not playing this song. Bang. Bang. So here's here's a little interesting bit of news, something that we haven't really covered in the Hungry Gamers to date. Or uncovered. Hey yo. So some of you may or may not know out there, um, there's there's a yearly event called Sexpo, which is an adult based event. Adult based event. <laughs> Adult based event. It's uh fill the image with in your own imagination on what sexpo. happens. Sexpo. Mm. Sexpo. So they're definitely not playing chess at this event. Anyway. Or fire. So <laughs> so th- this year, um the in the Sydney based one, they're actually going to introduce a cosplay competition. You know, mm. cosplay seems to be ge- going from strength to strength within the industry around the world. It's a huge thing. So they're gonna introduce a cosplay competition. Um Prizes include um, $2,000 in cash as well as flights to other Sexpo events in Australia. So I'm guessing you might become like the the head of cosplay for Sexpo for 2016 or, wow. or something Miss, like that. Miss Sexpo cosplay winner. 2016. Yeah. So it's a prestigious... Or, or, or Mr. Could be Mr. It's yeah, a Mr. prestigious Mr. title that you want to, you know, put on the mantle. I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown on... straight on the CV. On the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do you think you should work for Westpac? Well, you know... It's, Mm. Have Mr. you seen my Chun Li? I'm a very sexy hand solo. <laughs> yeah, and I always shoot first. Sexy Zangief. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh, oh, that was great. That was fantastic. Well done. That was not rehearsed at all. Nice. So I'll give you a quick rundown on the you know the the measurements of how how this thing's going to get scored. Great choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't help myself here. <laughs> Obviously, uh, the criteria number one. Um, most creative and sexy cosplay outfit. That is a category. So, so these are these are how they're judged in heats. Um, right. you the know, criteria on some type of okay. scoring system. Right. You know, seven out of ten rabbits scoring. or something. I'm not too sure. Rabbits. <laughs> so most creative and sexy cosplay outfit. Yeah. Um, number two, the most creative interaction the competitor has with the MC host and audience. Oh, see, that's the cringy part. That's, I've, yeah, I've that's, been to a few yeah. anime conventions and. Uh, the interaction between the cosplayer and the host mm. is always just a big bucket of cringe. Mm. Uh, not looking forward to that at all. And at Sexpo, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It'd yeah. lead to some interesting uh, visuals on that stage. So, I can't so wait for the, uh, in the audience tentacle bloke to come out. Oh. Oh, <laughs> just covered in pool hose. Oh. Okay, so after those two points, it jumps down like to some bullet points. Scratch up newspaper and stockings attached to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, the criteria, you can dress as your, your favorite adult star from your favorite movie before they get undressed. Okay. Terrible wording. That's, not sure what, what that is. Really Sexpo, odd. sort out your wording and your dictation on your website, please. Create a sexy version of your favorite movie or TV star 
sexy superhero or villain, indulge in kink, latex, bondage, or leather cosplay, video game characters, or anything else you can imagine. There are no restrictions on what you want to dress as. Okay. So, so it's a bit fast and loose with the traditional cosplay. Really, yeah, it's, the you know, the thing vague. I love about this and, and cosplay is I'm just waiting, just waiting for Deadpool to show up. <laughs> oh, there'll be a thousand. Because you know Deadpool. he's going to be there. Because you've obviously seen, if you haven't, like, you know, Deadpool as a cosplay character at all the conventions is usually really, really funny in the way that he holds signs or interacts with other people. It's always pretty good. But um, mm. I imagine at this event, he would be on on his game. Do you reckon there'd be, like, like just as a little gimmicky thing, maybe to promote the movie, Ryan Reynolds is cosplaying somewhere secretly as Deadpool? Oh, that would be so cool. Can you imagine if you just rocked up to, like, well, that's what know, uh, Comic Con. Brian Cranston, Brian did, Cranston that. did that. Really? Yeah, yeah. As, uh, he had as a Walter, Walter White, White mask oh, and he went no. to Comic Con. And then he took it off and it was him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, that would have been awesome. Mm. Yeah. Wish I was there. So, just throwing it out to you boys. Who would you dress up as if you were to partake in this event? Um, Strictly hypotheticals. Oh, if you want to enter for real, go right ahead. I'll be cheering front and centre. But It's a tough call. Um, maybe... Maybe the Wii Fit guy. The Wii Fit guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could, oh, that would be awesome! I need to, I need to see this now. Uh, Reese, the Wii Fit guy. Maybe a big daddy from Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah. How would you sex that up? Um, would well, you sex it up, or you just? I go think. Straight? Okay, would the so, drill arm be some kind of other appendage? Ah, like oh. fist of Adonis, or like maybe fist of Adonis. <laughs> because I've got like that big sort of suit on. I could just have arseless chaps as the. <laughs> the like, you can imagine the big daddy mm. with just two big holes cut out of his bum crack, mate. That's very sexy. I, I would love to get into mischief as sexy Django Fett. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't, I would have like a little pack and a little missile on the back. Oh. And then I would have, I'm, I don't, I'm just which, making this up as I go. Which we both know what that missile is like, going to look like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then the helmet. I'll get it from Tomo. He's got one, right? That's You've got mine. one. That's You've mine. got one. Tomo, yeah. give me my Boba Fett helmet back, you son of a gun. It's all right. I'll, <laughs> Gosh darn it, you son of a gun. <laughs> Tan sign it. Deck Collectors um, podcast. We'll go and take his kneecaps, yeah. mate. Don't worry. It's it's hard because I'm trying to think of what I could be. And I'm I'm looking around the room at all these various pop culture I references. Think you I'm could thinking do a maybe Wolverine. the Maybe the Wolverine. Could be could be Wolverine. Do Wolverine. I don't know. See, this is all too And maybe my claws could be like little <laughs> Little this is all too comic booky. I want to see some video game. Well, I was I was thinking being the nemesis from Resident Evil Three. You know the big guy that walks around that big giant rocket launcher. He's in a big trench coat. Maybe I'd like go full like um, latex trench coat from head to toe, and he's got that big open head Ooh. stitching. I'd try and about, sex that um, up a little bit. I don't know how. What but... about Pyramid Head? Oh yeah, sexy Pyramid Head. Sexy Ooh. Pyramid Head. That big blade he drags around is yeah. just a big. Even bigger, <laughs> or just like, uh, or it's just a blow up doll that I drag around that's got a blade <laughs> on top of the head. Oh man, I've this you could go on forever with this. Mm. Hey, if you want to tell us who you dress up as for sexy cosplay sexpo times, why don't you email us? Uh, do we have an email address? We do have, we an, do email have, do we have an email address, it, it is starting to get a little bit of traction. People are out there sending what's us the emails. email address. The email address is thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. Okay, nice. and eight bit is a t e b i t dot mm. net. Um, and then I'm on Twitter, Fried Reese, uh, Brendan, Brendan eight bit, and Sam, Sam eight bit. No, eight bit Sam. Eight bit Sam. Eight bit Sam. That's eight bit Sam is Sam's. So you know, shout us out. What 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 would you guys dress as? What's uh? 
what, what's got you thinking. Mm. And also, too, if you end up going and dressing up, send us some photos. Any Anyone that... How about this? Let's throw it out there. Anyone that wants to partake in this event, I'd assume there's going to be like a $20 entry fee or something like that. <laughs> 60 We'll sponsor you guys. We'll, we'll cop yeah. that entry fee to get you in there. Yeah. You I'm, know? I'm happy to put in for that. Chuck a Hungry Gamer sticker on your, on your person somewhere. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cop that entry what fee. What about a sexy Hungry Gamer? Oof. Yeah. Hey. How's that for publicity? They've got like Dorito crumb residue on their fingers <laughs> and on their shirt. <laughs> got like a suit made out of Mountain Dew cans. Like. <laughs> Mom, more hot pockets. <laughs> oh. So that pretty well wraps up the, uh, the news from this week. Yeah. Uh, which would have ran from what would that have been? February thirteenth through to Feb twenty. That is... I don't know dates. I, I think we'll somewhere work on those dates. in January probably it started. Mm. Time is Am an I artificial wrong? construct. Yeah, it's a round circle. It's a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> getting scientific up in mm. here. Getting getting philosophical so, up in here. Here, here. Speaking of philosophy, what's our game in focus this week? Our game in focus this week is none other than Hitman. Nothing to do with philosophy, but... Nothing to do with philosophy. Still, still a good segue. Mm. So, um, yeah, I checked out the footage for this one. Hey, uh, part of me is excited because I loved Hitman Absolution. It was such a great release and I just, it's, you know, it's come a long way from the humble beginnings. But I'm also just a little bit worried that it's more of the same. What's different? Because... The, the biggest difference that um, Square Enix... Are sort of coming out with and, and they're leading off it's it's the world's first triple a title that's episodic right. so it's not just a, a straight linear storyline each each episode almost as standalone um to a degree mm-hmm. they've still got that sandbox that they preach from you know their inception where you know you've got you've got to kill a target or you know mm-hmm. neutralize a target but you can either you know hypothetically go straight up to him shoot him in the head episode over or you can go, you know what? We're at a party here. He's eating. Let's go pacify the chef. Put the mm. chef outfit on. Poison his meal. Take it to him. Give him the meal. Get poisoned. But you could do all of that in the previous game. Yeah, yeah. But it's just episodic now. It's the main thing that they're trying to push. I it's think the vibe. It's Marbo. It's, it's Marbo. Marbo. Uh, I think yeah, uh, I think it would be interesting, though, to see how AI reacts because that would be different. That would be different in the way that you would have to plan your mission and plan how you're going to assassinate somebody. It would be smarter. So that's one of the interesting things about Hitman previously is that it's how you select to assassinate the person. And it's really hard. Like I played Hitman 2 and I remember finding it very difficult to work out exactly how I can do this without getting caught. Um, mm. there, there's a lot of, well, I suppose the way you hide, the way you move, that you can change your clothes... Um, you can do stupid things like poison somebody, like that's an option to you, you know, but you probably don't get that right away. Um, all of this stuff will be in, and we saw the beta, it'll all be yeah. in there, you know, mm. uh, and that beta looked good, like yeah. it's on the yacht, so it basically gives you a run through of the things you can do, like it tells you you can hide this person, you move mm. them here, um, but then you go upstairs and you've got to sort of walk through this party as, uh, well, the guy had the mechanics uniform on and even the way that that changed how he could approach the character, they're saying, oh, you can't be up here. You're going to like get oil everywhere, go back down. So it looked good. It the looked banter's right. good. between, and, and that's one thing I've always admired about those games is the uh, 
the banter between the the NPCs. And yeah, stuff. what do we catch yeah. them saying? Something like oh, texting. Ha- have you have you tried this whole texting thing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a nineteen ninety four. And and the cool thing about it too is um. You know the the NPCs they're not static. So say say you want to replay that same mission ten times, mm. you can walk that same path, and there'll be um, different ones. There'll be different ones, wow. or someone might grab you as you walk past and engage you in a conversation that'll open up another potential avenue to you know assassinate your target and things. So it's not just the same rinse and repeat. Um, I'm still going to cop this game. Run through. I'm still going to cop it because I Me love too. the gameplay. Me too. If you've never played Hitman, um, I highly suggest you mm. start with uh, was it. The, the absolution no absolution was more um what's linear, the last one what's the linear. one that you got me i think it might have just been like blood hit, money hitman blood money yeah that one money. that one was the binness yeah do we, do we have like a release date for this march 11th I march think 11th it so it's coming out real soon full three or four weeks yeah march 11th yeah hit us up with your funniest hitman story because we've we've all done something stupid in mm, hitman we've like, all done something stupid. Yeah. you know you've thrown a lobster at someone <laughs> Yeah. You threw a lobster at someone. I did, um, because I wanted. It's one of those things where it's Clampy. like, well, it's because this kind of game is like uh, so submersive, and uh, you sort of get into it, and you're like, I wonder if I could pick that up and hit people with it. And it's like, yes, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Like, you can throw lobsters at people. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I remember this one mission in um in Blood Money where y- your targets like at like a Chinese New Year type of party. Yeah, it's like the second And, and you, you walk into this this area and he's partying in like this featured VIP booth in the center. Everyone else is dancing and, and jiving around um, the rest of the map. And you can either, you know, choose to just go straight up to him, shoot him, then yeah. get chased by everybody. You can, um, you take, know... Take him out quietly. Take him out quietly. You can, you know, distract the DJ in various regards, chuck his clothes on, um, take him down that way. There's a, there's a sniper actually in a neighboring building that's already looking for you. So, you, you know, go take him out, shoot him from the sniper position. Yeah. You can get poison from this random chemist around the corner, sneak up, poison his, his drink. You can poison his food. You can shoot the bloody disco ball down to kill him. Like wow. there's so many Death variations, you know, how, of how you want to get from point A to point B. It's yeah. a lot of freedom, a lot of freedom. Yeah. Real good fun to play. March 11th on PS4, Xbox One, PC, mm. made by, you know, the great, company square enix yeah Hit you're gonna pick it up enix. sam you, you can what's what's your, I, what, you're I, gonna grab it i wasn't gonna grab it uh but watching the beta footage uh i was getting excited i suppose watching it it looked interesting um i like non-linear gameplay you know i like gameplay where you have options and you have the ability to sort of choose so maybe I, maybe i, I kind of like linear i kind of like, like having, having a story and all of that being wrapped you, up and would you would you look into this yeah, well, I mean, I loved, I loved the last one. Um, that's about as much freedom as I want. I don't, yeah. I'm not big into like Grand Theft Auto because I just get sidetracked and I'm like, I gotta stop trying to, you know, throw helicopters off bridges and yeah. actually get back to the story. Stop <laughs> worrying about settlements. Yeah, we need more settlements. Mm. <laughs> yeah. God, be hearing that in my dreams. I hate you, Preston Garvey. And and Shane. I hate you, Shane. And cool. Shane, yeah. Disappointment, Shane. <laughs> so yeah, Hitman, March eleventh. Disappointed everyone. On all the next gen consoles. How how quick question, how how long into the future do we keep calling them next gen? Like they've been out now for three you years. Know, yeah. A long time. I think yeah. I think it's just like Is the, it just current gen you'd the call latest it now? You just consoles. segue right into current gen. Don't don't even worry about gen. I I will call them next gen until the next gen comes out. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. What do you then call, say, an Xbox 360? Is it last, last gen? 
uh, old gen. I don't know. Well, you just call it three sixties. I don't. I don't refer to them as gens at all. Yeah, I find that strange. How often is this coming up in your conversations, Brendan? More often than you'd expect. Yeah. Mm. It's it's a, a heated debate around the water cooler at the office. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> Does anyone say they're from the old school? They are from about the old school. Mate, I used <laughs> to have an Amiga. Commodore sixty four. Twenty six hundred. Yeah. used to play Pong. And you just don't get games like that anymore, you know? It's like, now you got all these blooming guns and everything. It's the same it's guy that always same. calls you your China plate instead of mate. He's like, oh, China plate, come over here, mate. Or, you know, you got them rips in them jeans. Did you buy them like that? I was like, <laughs> why don't you fix the rips in our economy? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. We're, we're an aging population. Simon. Simon. Of course his name's Simon. Bloody Simon. <laughs> I bet he's mates with Shane. Oh, speaking of Shane. Um, why don't we jump into our mailbag? Yeah. Mm. Not the same Shane. Not the same Shane, but we Not have had a Shane. Yeah, our mailbag, as <laughs> as you know from last week, it is just bulging. Bulging. Bursting at the seams. Yep. We've got Twitter chatter, we've got Facebook chatter, we've got emails, we've got I even Instagram think we had a few shout outs. DMs DMs I think we had a few DMs on Bebo. Um, yes, I, we did. I got a notification on Vampire Freaks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dark Starlings. It's going. It's going. It's, been like it's going great, guys. I actually got a letter profile. in the mail too. A letter in the mail. Mm. Snail mail. Yeah. Cool. People oh. are committed, and no, we they... didn't even give them a mailing address. Mm. No. That, that shows us. how, you know, dedicated our fans are to go above and beyond to track us down. Guys, we love you. We do. Without we you guys it. and girls out there listening to this, you know, ninety or so minutes every Monday, our lives would be nowhere near complete as they are. Appreciate that, crazy. Mm. Mine, mine would. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Shane from mm. Twitter. Yeah, so Shane from Twitter at DragonBoy67. Short and sweet question. What's the worst game you have ever played? Reese? what immediately comes to mind? Uh, what immediately comes to mind? Road to Hell. Uh, I think it's Retribution. The biker game that came out like last year or the year before on Xbox 360. Yeah. It was around about the time that uh, Sons of Anarchy was getting really, um, really popular. Oh, yeah. And... If there was a Sons of Anarchy game, I think that would have gone amazingly well because imagine having your own crew of like motorcycle guys and it's like open world. It's kind of like Red Dead Redemption. but Or Road Rash. Oh, yeah. A bit of Road Rash in there. But like that's how I imagine Road to Hell to be, but it wasn't. Mm. It was like uh, it was like a really just terrible racing game with clunky mechanics and bad storyline and horrible, you know, just very very bad taste in my mouth when I bought it but luckily I was able to take it back and throw it at them and say never again that was probably one of the worst games I've ever played for sure what about you Sam? I I don't have a game where I just think I hated this like I I have games that I got frustrated with and I have games that I turned off or returned Mm. Naruto um one of the early Naruto games where it was an adventure game. Don't you dare say Rise of the Ninja. I, I think it was Rise of the Ninja. Oh my God. I think I, and I said this on a previous cast. Though. I said this on a previous episode where it was. I, I took it back to EB after, like, after a day. I can't look at I, you. But no, but I think I was expecting it to be a fighting game and it wasn't. And I was just like, oh, whatever. But um, Instead, you were given something that actually has depth, but you know, you obviously didn't uh, want that. Try, so. try Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Yeah. Try that because that, you'd like that. The story ends in it too. Yeah, so you might see how it'll. Yeah, end. I'll give it a go. Um, I guess. Yeah, outside of that, uh, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to think about a game that I hate because I usually just turn them off. I know, like, I got frustrated with Devil May Cry two. 
Oh, I don't I love Devil that May off. Cry. I like Devil May Cry, but I think two was just... You were just rough one was great. left, right, and One was today. great. I think two... I think people think Devil May Cry 2 wasn't the greatest. Mm. Or person. Mm. What about you? Mm. The game that came to mind when I saw this question immediately was something that was on Xbox 360. It's called Too Human. Mm. Oh, yeah. I remember it was set in like, you know, 20, 40, 50 or whatever, you know, 400, 500 years in the future. Yeah. And, you know, society has changed to this whole Norse god mentality. Um, but ah. you've got, you know, special powers and abilities, uh, big swords, big guns and whatnot. So on the on the surface, it sounded like it was going to be awesome. But it was such a broken game. The clipping on their visuals was terrible. The oh. combat was like the same two, three buttons over and over. Like oh, really? slash, slash, shoot, slash, slash, shoot. The enemy in it changed through the game by just a reskin so it was like you, you kill oh, hordes of these the robots worst. but it yeah. went from like a green and you know metal color to a red and metal color to a yellow and metal color and it was just the same hack and slash repetition the story was dog shit graphics were bad control structure was bad I finished the game just out of spite almost like I yeah. played through the whole thing <laughs> just you. to hate it even more and yeah. To this day, that game leaves the worst taste in my mouth out of anything I've ever played before. Next yeah. question. What's what's the next one, Reesey boy? Who who else is... Uh, so we've got uh, Andrew Carlson via email. That name is... Come on down. Andrew Carlson. He's a legitimate person. I'll uh, show you the email. Okay. Largest <laughs> like amount quick. of time invested into a single game, and what was it? Questioning the legitimacy of these mm. questions. We're Andrew looking at you, Carlson. Um, John Johnson. John Johnson. <laughs> John Citizen. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> so He's Sam, a real guy. He's a real this guy. This was uh, Mark Persernar. <laughs> Mark Persernar. Largest amount of time invested into a single game, and what was it? Um, are we including WoW? Are we like, including MMOs? Yeah, of course. Maybe not include WoW, because that'd be a given for That's two shows this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I remember seeing well over 100 hours. Oh, no. 100 hours at level 80 when that was the cap. And then I sunk probably a further 200 hours into it. Mm. Uh, if it's not an MMO, probably Final Fantasy 13. I got 100% completion in that game. Nice. Which, well... Yeah, if I was going to do that in Final Fantasy, it wouldn't be that one. But for mm. some reason, I just smashed that mm. one out. And, so and then I felt really shit about myself. So I stopped playing video games for a while after that. I was like, what the fuck have I been doing with my time that I'm wow. here just smashing that's, Final Fantasy? That's deep. 13, deep. 13 was a crap game. We are peeling back some layers today, people. Yeah, yeah. I was, I really How many hours did you that. put into 13? I couldn't tell you, dude. It was more than, it was more than a few. I think 120, 130. Mm. That's, probably, that's probably, probably about full completion. twice as much as a standard game these days, I think. Mm. But um, yeah. I think they I just think, were, yeah. they were just trying to make a like you know a big impact with their title because they know they stuffed up with twelve, and they hadn't had a good one since ten. So it was like, look, yeah. let's just get this one right. And they really tried hard. And look, I think overall, good game, 13? amazing game. But um, Hammy story. Yeah. And the voice acting. There's a line in there. Where this woman says, uh, I'll be fine because I'm a mom and moms are tough. And then she shoots down something. This is really early on. Moms are tough. And, and then, like, Snow, moms one of the tough. characters, like, looks at her, like, wow, you just did this awesome thing. She turns, she's like, Yes, yeah, see, I told you, moms are tough. Mm. And that's when I knew this was all going downhill. I, I remember rolling my eyes a bit at the story, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, interesting choice. Mine would be a toss up anywhere from, say, Fallout 3 
Skyrim or Mass Effect 2? Skyrim would be a big one for a lot of people, I think. Skyrim or, or Fallout 3 because there was a, a constant flow of DLC for it as well. And it worked. I reckon any one of those three games I put in at least 150 hours. Jeez. I, I 100%ed Mass Effect 2. And that took me a long time to do all those achievements. You smashed Oblivion as well, hey? Smashed Oblivion. Yeah, all those really Bethesda game and Bioware games, I just get hooked in. They have just got me right in the feels and I have to play them. I have to finish them. Yeah, well, Take all my money for expansions, <laughs> you name it. Uh, I guess mine, um, because I don't have as much time to play video games anymore as back when I was a kid. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. You sound bitter about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, t- I mean, I am a little bit bitter. I'd love oh. to be sitting around playing games, right? But um, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 yeah. or Gran Turismo uh, 3 on PlayStation 2. Pro Skater 3, great game to six and hours into. Definitely. That, was that the one that Bam Margera debuted in and it, and it had uh, like Phil, his dad, on like the lawnmower? Was no, that in 3? No, no, no. That was a later one. Um, that was like Tony Hawk Wastelands or something. Yeah, so. yeah, no. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 was like just, you, it was the first one on PlayStation 2 and um, they had a really good character selection. They had a great um, level select. They had like 15 levels and they were all so submersive and the you know, create a skate park thing was cool. And there were so many cool, like unlockable characters. You could play a Spider-Man and yeah. I used to, um, I used to watch the, cause you used to unlock the, um, the, the skater videos in the settings. You could go and watch like, you know, you finish the game with Eric Costin, you go and watch his skate video. And I unlocked all of them and watched all of the videos back to back. And they had like videos from the, the game dev who were like actually like in the office developing the game and it's they had never like, soft that made it yeah, wasn't it they had like a kickflip competition in the office and it was like they won like a thousand dollars I was like that's pretty cool I used to watch that so was was three when they first brought in um manuals yep. or was that in two you know how then you could segue from yeah a, it was it was from a rail then you, you do and also manuals, manual across yeah. jump on and also backside rail. backside revert which yeah. was the way you could link tricks on yeah. the quarter pipe um yeah. and half pipe Great games. Yeah. I love those games. Mm. And then five came out recently, and apparently it's just shit. It is horrible, man. Mm. It's just yeah, really upsetting because you know Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three was like a massive game. I think that's a staple. For you need a big game gym. now. You know, you need a yeah. big, big game. Something yeah. that was so great about those games too were the soundtracks. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect oh, yeah. soundtracks. Get yeah. some Blink in there. Get some uh, Ace of Spades. Mm. Get some against me. R.I.P. Lemmy. Yeah. Yeah. Lest we forget. Yeah, and I think it was uh, Bring the Noise with Public Enemy and Chuck. Oh, wait, no, I think that was Pro Skater 2. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That was Pro Skater 2, but still. My very, very, very first memory of Tony Hawk was I bought like Australian PlayStation magazine or whatever it was back in the day. Tony Hawk hadn't come out yet, and you know, they used to have the demo discs. Yeah, love yeah. those. I'm and they had a demo disc of the warehouse level in Tony Hawk 1. Yeah. And, and the, the song that it opened up would be Superman by Goldfinger. <laughs> And I just remember thinking, you know, life cannot get better than this moment. Like I'd, <laughs> I'd play, you know, I think Rune Glyphberg might have been the character of, or Bucky Lasek or something. And you just play this warehouse over and over and over. Yeah. Just listening to Goldfinger and Pop Punk. And I'm like, you know what? I could die right now. And my <laughs> life would be wild. complete. At, at such wild. a young age. Very deep thought for yeah. a 13 year old. This is Virgin Brendan talking. Oh. This, oh, hey, dude, like you would have to be. Because surely it wasn't better than sex. You can't say that Pro Skater 2 demo was better than sex. No. No? No. 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 You'd be offending, nah. a, it'd be offending a nah. lot of people out there. I'd, I'd be throwing that disc right out the window. There you go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. hey. So, um, Sammy, 
Do we have another? Uh, we've got one more. Have. Yeah, we've got this last one from uh, a good friend of the podcast, Augusto, uh, via Facebook on the Facebook page, asks, uh, what's a gaming mechanic that you love? So one mechanic in one game that you love and another one that you hated. Hmm. Interesting. Reese, yeah. tackle this Gra- one Great first. question. Eh? I know you've got some quality responses prepared for this one. Um, gaming mechanic that I love, the first one that actually came to mind, honestly, was the cover engine in Gears of War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first time I ever played Gears of War and it was like press a. L, L or whatever to cover and he just like, you know, skulks across the ground and slams into the wall. I'm like, this is sick because it's tactical. You know, yeah. you're hiding behind the wall. You're coming out, you're shooting people down and it's like, I just love that whole mechanic. It just added the best because imagine Gears of War without having to use the cover. Yeah. It's just, it's it, the worst game it's ever. It's got one of the best cover systems in third person, you know, shooter games, you know, really, sure. really adaptive, you know. Yeah, as you said, you slam up against a wall or a barricade and, you know, press Because up until that down, time... Press it again, he hops over, goes to the next one. They had cover engines in games like, you know, Ghost Recon, the early Call of Duty, Operation Winback, stuff like that. And the cover engine in that was always really clunky and it was kind of just like, you looked heaps awkward. Like yeah. moving out from behind the wall. But mate, in Gears of War, it was sick. Mm. So that's definitely the one that came to mind for the one I mm. love. The one that I hated, that was actually really hard to think of because um, it's like, what? how do you... I mean, it's so hard to remember something like yeah. that, that 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 doesn't really work mechanics-wise. Um, because, you know, when, when obviously when they're developing games, they're gamers themselves and they, they pretty much just take out um, anything that doesn't seem to work out. But mm. you know what? Um, I guess this is probably game-specific to one particular game. Yep. But when I was playing The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, um, when, he, when the character walks, uh, when there's obstacles in the way, he tends to trip over them and sort of glide over them a bit. It's a bit clunky, is it? When you, when you go to walk down remember. a set of stairs, like yeah. I remember playing this... And, and Kat was watching me and she's like, why can't you walk down the stairs properly? Because I would go to walk down the stairs and I would just trip over and fall down the hill. And it's like, I just want to walk forward. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the movement. Actually, I vaguely yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was so that that frustrating. I was, but, you know, that's a great game. Game of the year, obviously. Amazing. But that particular mechanic, I was like, oh. but I couldn't really think of any others apart from that. Um, uh, I think yeah. that's a, a pretty shit mechanic. It was, it's a pretty shit thing when you haven't got the controls quite smooth and full. Do you Basic. remember that about Wild Hunt? Not really. I, I remember. I think I had it really exaggerated in a game I was playing recently. I'm trying to remember mm. which game it I, was. I got stuck on like a little pebble rock once in Wild Hunt for a while and that was pissing me yeah. off. You so know, where you can't tread, like step over a rock the size of, you know, a pebble. Yeah. Mm. Just random clipping like what's that. Your, what's your love and hate for this one, Brendy? My hate, I think, was when Call of Duty chucked those stupid jetpacks into the games. Oh, good call. Yeah. God, that pissed me off. Like, I just enjoyed... I, I know they need to try and differentiate the series. Is it can't just be all ground-based warfare and everything. So, you know, kudos to them for trying something different, but it just pissed me off. Those jetpack kills, you know, and then you could sort of rework your loadout to be, you know, to further excel the jetpack abilities so you know if you if you focus more on the ground the guy just shoots across in front of you flies through the air over a barricade mm. guns you down and then shoo, then he's then he's gone like that yeah. pissed yeah. me off so much that, sure. that was one of the main things why you know i stopped playing so much cod you know we'd be on it every other night yeah 
Yeah, you know, roll, rolling a clan and whatnot. Modern Warfare Two days. Yeah. Yeah. But so that that was one of the the first things I thought of when I when I sort of looked at this question. And um, what about something that you love? I'm probably going to take it right back to one of the first um mechanics like that that really piqued my interest like throughout the years and, and that'd be um in metal gear sold and the knocking you know just just to oh. be able to distract an npc to come towards you like in mm. like prior Great to choice. prior to metal gear there wasn't too much depth of obtaining an enemy's attention apart from you know him seeing you and then he shoots at you chase you whatever but in in that you know the knocking, the cardboard box. Yeah. You know, yeah. Metal Gear was one of those first games that, that grabbed that spy, espionage type of avenue. And took it and, outside and, of the, and, yeah. the box. And, Literally, no pun intended, yeah. outside the box. Yeah. And, and they're still doing it to, to this yeah. day, you know, keeping those tried and true features that, you know, are common sense in the real world. You know, obviously you hear a knock, you're going to go investigate it. You yeah. Know, you're yeah. going to see who's at that door or who's around that Whose corner. Whose footprints are these? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was that... And the other one, I know I'm probably taking too much time on this one. The other one was in playing Tenchu on the PlayStation where you could throw down the the poison sticky rice on the ground. The enemies, Mm. because I'm guessing in feudal Japan, they don't get fed very much. So they see the sticky (laughs) rice. They're all like, mate, free sticky rice on the (laughs) floor. Let's go over there. Oi, Trev, come look at this, mate. You guys want to eat eat some sticky rice? You want some stickos? Yeah. So, (laughs) So, you know, they trudge over in Japan under these beautiful cherry blossom trees. They pick up your sticky rice. They eat it. It immediately makes them sick. You jump in, you kill them. Love that. Yeah. Them. That game, honestly, probably yeah. one of the best games ever and, and the grappling hook in that game too was brilliant, you know? Yeah. Straight up onto the... Um, yeah, you were a ninja. Onto the buildings. Yeah, you, it felt like you were a true ninja. They're, they're the main ones for me. Bring back Tenchu. Yeah. In a good way. Make it make it right. Oh my God, imagine VR Tenchu. <gasps> <gasps> Incredible. Sammy. Just smashing it. I have a lot that I hate. Okay. <laughs> it's a very big man. Let's there. just I keep have, it to uh, game mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I have a lot of things I, I found frustrating. I think one of them, one of the things I hate, um, or I don't hate, but I just don't love a quick time events in games where you just like, you have to press X in a certain period of time. They, they can be very unnecessary. They're just really, yeah, they're really cheesy. But I, there was like a really like early on sort of mini game that reminded me of a quick time event in Final Fantasy VIII, and this is probably where it all starts from, where you're, you know, it's Final Fantasy, so you're obviously fighting things all throughout the game, but in this one area, um, you're under attack, and someone on a jetpack, Brendan, <laughs> um, basically, you get into a fight with this person, but rather than go to the natural fight um, mode, mm. you just have to push these buttons. You have, like, one for attack, uh, one for heavy attack, and then one for, like, block. And it is so slow and clunky and mm. I failed it constantly. I just couldn't get the timing right. Yeah. You press circle to like block and then it like takes five seconds to just get to the block position <laughs> and then another five to get out of it. So you had to preempt And you have it. Yeah. to kill this guy. So you have to like hit him and he does the same things. He, he punches, kicks and blocks as well. Yeah, right. And it's just crap. Dude. One that I love, uh, absolutely love. And it's Dota. So if you play, if you play the original Dota mod maps, and I think it's in Dota 2 as well, there's this hero called Techies. Mm. And he doesn't fight like a conventional hero. Mm. What he does is he runs around and just puts mines down all yeah. throughout the field. Yeah. And you do this thing where you just pop tons of mines on top of each other in one spot, like one key area. <laughs> and you just sit and wait. And then someone <laughs> would run into it and they die. 
and you would just get kill after kill after kill like that. It was always just jizz worthy moments. Did, did they did they nerf like, that at all, or does he still play that way? I'm not a big he God still, fan. So still plays know. that way, but they would balance out his minds. Okay. And if you see techies in a game, you know where the minds are going to be. Yeah. yeah. So it becomes just, a mind a mind game of like. Where do you do it? Where do you where yeah. are you going to throw the mines down? And, and are those mines visible to the enemy characters? No, they're invisible, Brendan. Oh. They're invisible mines. How are you supposed <laughs> to get around that? That's then? the best Don't. bit. Well, it's a it's a landmine. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not oh. going to be effective if you know where it is. Yeah, but usually there's some sort Could of be a claymore. You can well, see a claymore. You, you have see. um, you have gem. Like there's a, an item you can get gem oh. through side. It lets you yeah, see right. them. Yeah, right. But you've right. got to like waste your money on it. Oh man. And it drops if you die with it. Sneaky. Oh, so you've got to get another one. How annoying. I like that. Three three different answers from three different boys. You know, we didn't all go with the same sort of yeah. tried and true mechanic. Yeah. We're as, our own men. As Reese said, <laughs> every week we want to try and tackle three or four questions. So get us at thehungrygamers at 8bit.net if you want to go via email. Get us on Facebook or Twitter at WeAre8Bit. Um, if you want to hit Reese up direct, where can we find you, Reese? Fried Reese on Twitter, TurboKerbo underscore on Instagram. I post a lot of pictures of food and sneakers. Yes, he does. <laughs> and they are beautiful. Sam, what about you? Where do we find you? Find me at 8BitSam on, on Twitter. Twitter. Okay. And, and my Insta, I don't even know what my Insta is. I think is. your yeah, Insta changes Insta, again. It's I like Sam A dot B once a year. I'll um, go to Instagram. HottyLabBoy420. HottyLabBoy420. Hot, <laughs> Salim, your wet dream, Abraham. <laughs> Salim Dion. Um. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brendan8bit. Um, yeah, I, I post a lot of dirty, dirty burgers that, you know, in, intrigue the imagination but clog the arteries. They are delicious. Hey, we got to hit up Big Daddy's Burger at Newtown. Yeah. That's the new haunt. Is that good? Uh, it looks pretty damn good. If you haven't seen it, check it out on Instagram, Big Daddy's Burger. Um, I'm definitely keen. I, I don't look too much into it, but I think... This particular joint is actually from the States. Oh, really? Um, so I think they're really giving us... So they're meant to be legit, money. right? Really legit. they got that um, street cred. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, 100% uh, keen for some burgers and onion rings. Onion rings is the clincher for yeah. me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big onion ring advocate too. Yeah. They, Bit of Chipotle They mayo. go straight through my body, it seems. The second I digest an onion ring, it is straight out my bum, but... Great visual. uh, (laughs) Just more on on the subject of burgers, I believe um, one of the chefs from Bell's Hot Chicken in or Bell's Fried Chicken in Melbourne has taken up residency at Harpoon Harry in Surrey Hills. That is true. And he'll be cooking there until the end of the year. So if you're around Sydney and you're looking for something delicious to try, um, you could hit up Harpoon Harry for some delicious Bell's Hot Fried Chicken. Mm. I really suggest you get down there because it's a bit of a Melbourne. Uh, monument or landmark and obviously the other place that i'm going to shout out again is is called butter um in surrey hills get good reviews yes yes good reviews fried butter. chicken fried chicken and sneakers in the one shop so it's you know obviously my ideal shop and you can buy patron and cristal by the bottle there too oh really yeah that's a nice touch yeah so. and um one last thing on the, on the food front burgers by joss he's doing his last week of residency at uh, Green Acre there in North Sydney. So I mm. think it. I think he pulls the pin there this Friday. So get on over there. They've got crazy specials, crazy burgers. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. One little hidden gem I found out too is Barrio Chino. Oh, Barrio Chino is one of the best. Is anyone at, yeah, it's at Leichhardt. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. They're, they're currently doing a... Um, a crossover with the guys at Pub Life Kitchen at the moment at, uh, at Juice, you know, the oh, motorcycle place. Know this stuff? This blows me away how much you guys know about these restaurants. Mate, we're plugged into the burger scene. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm... Obviously plugged in. You're a living it. burger. I'm, I am a burger. You are a burger. I'm well, Mamic Cheese. A burger, I'll well. throw you between two buns, baby. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
the Mick Kerbo. Yeah. If only knew you, you guys out there, and you are actually sitting here naked doing this podcast. So the visual is that much, you know, more impressive. Well, I got a real face for radio, so. Mm. Yeah. Got a pretty face. What are you on about? What are you on about? <laughs> Stop fishing. Oh, All right, let's get. Mo- let's moving on from let's get on and to burgers. This, eh? Let's get into. The game show that is taking the nation by storm. You know, Larry Emder, we're still waiting for you to come on and guest host this segment. Danya, I got my eye on and you, Danya, bud. Ian Burgess. Oh, Burjo. imagine Burjo. It's so good. And what was the old mate's name that did Sale of the Century? Tony Barber. Tony Barber. Glenn Rich. Glenn Who's the Rich. guy that does numbers and letters on ABC? He's too intimidating. He used to do the news. He's way too intimidating. He's crazy. Simon or something? But he just looks... Simon, yeah. Simon something? Mm-hmm. He looks really uh, intimidating. Hit us up. We're looking We're looking for guest hosts of this segment. Maybe in the next coming episodes, we'll have a guest host. Let's run get a this. guest host in here. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's get into it. It's the uh, lovely segment called... Claire. What? Sure. So, as, as you know... We are into the second round of Clan or Sham. Reese took out the inaugural first month of Clan or Sham. Punishment is still pending of what Sam it. is going to have to <laughs> sit through, deal with, not doing anything. consume. Nothing bad will happen to me. <laughs> that he knows of. That he knows of. We'll see about that. Yeah. So as you know, quick rundown on, on the game. Um <laughs> Three clans are mentioned for each partner. They get two questions um, to be able to ask each. Mm-hmm. No, no promise on the quality this of the response rule. you're going to get on these questions. We need to come up with a better system here. I, think. I don't know. We're just going to fly by the seat of our like pants. It. I reckon that's we it. just get stuck into it. Oh, that's it. All, All right. right. So, so we're going to lead off. Sam, I know you had a rough trot. You lost last round. I've been Sam, practicing. Well, that's good. That's good. I've been practicing pressing this button. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good button for you. Yeah. It's called the Sam button. Okay. Oh, the Sam button. And anyway, what's the Reese button? Uh, the Reese button is... Yeah. Well, there you go. Like that Reese button. How talk, do I get one of those? Talk a big game. How do I get one of those? Um, you got to win. you got to be a winner. got to be so, a winner? <laughs> here we go. Question number one. Question I'm number one. Like, I'm, I'm always losing things. Question I lost my watch list like earlier in the week. <laughs> left it at Dave's place. You've also lost track of this segment. Him. Let's dial it back I was like, Dave, where's my watch? She goes, oh, you're a loser. You can't have it. I'm sorry. Uh, Watches are for winners, Hey, Sam. shout out Dave. Back-to-back weeks getting a mention. Is he yeah. getting back-to-back weeks? Dicky Dave. I mate. also noticed your new Instagram, grave.sparink. Yeah, I like that. Nice wordplay. grave up. Grave.sparink uh, yeah. on Instagram. Hit mm. him up. He's a great person. He's I want my watch bloke. back, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Question number one. Sam Abraham. Sure. Clan is not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. No, no funnels. Funny spelling. Just straight up. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Okay. What do they do? What do they play? They are heavy in the esports scene. Mm. They do a lot of MOBA work. Mm. From memory, it was uh, mostly LOL, and there was actually, I think, some of their guys are starting to segue into Smite as well. Okay, not tomorrow, hey? Not tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go with clan. That is incorrect. Oh, oh my God. The deception on that question was so on point. You've been practicing, Randy. Oh, not I've, tomorrow? I've been standing in front of the mirror repeating these all week. <laughs> and what's the bet the next one's going to be not today? <laughs> not yesterday. No opinion. <laughs> Alright, oh, come on, what's go. my one? Okay, Reese Kirby, current carryover champion in Clan or Sham. FPS Maniacs. 
FPS maniacs. Let me guess, they play strategy. That's games. like that's <laughs> bullshit because he doesn't even have to waste the question on what do they play. Um, I'm he gonna could. S- I'm going to say clan. That is incorrect. Nice. nice. Oh, is that the right button? I thought that was the same button race. What I was just testing it. I was just, just testing, testing it. it? <laughs> testing it. Uh, I just I want you to catch up. I need it to be interesting. Come on. Moving into the second round, scores are tied at zero zero. <laughs> Sam Abraham. Next clan. Not today. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Not today. Not never. Um, what is... Well, what do they play? They are primarily in League of Legends. Yeah, this is a, a sham. That is incorrect. How is that incorrect? I don't even know. They're a real clan. In. I'm going to Google this. Sucked in. I'm, I'm, I'm not lying 100% so they are a real clan. What are they called again? Not today. Not today. 100% right. they're a real clan. And they play League of Legends. I don't know what they play. Fuck, you're a dick. Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I have questions. <laughs> Maybe they play... Well, I have questions. Maybe they play Clan of Sham with you because, you know, not today. <laughs> not, not ever, brother. Savvy. Okay, carry over champion. Yeah, mate. FPS Masters. Uh, FPS Masters. Where are they based? United States. I'm going to say Sham. That is correct. Fuck you. Thank you very much. This is nonsense. Thank you. Coming into the final round of... Uh, Clan of Sham. Of match one <laughs> for the new month. Yep. 1-0. Reese carries a one-point lead. Thank you. Sam Abraham. Sham. Final clan. Sham. <laughs> not ever. Sham. <laughs> not ever. Think Didn't see that coming. Think no, about I'm it. not thinking... What is there to think about? Think about I, it. I, I, I literally... Because here's the... Here's, here, here's where, like... The game is genius. There's not a single shred of personal experience you can rely on to know whether or not it's clan or sham, right? The questions you ask, the answers are either incorrect or vague. Like, scrambling, like, scrambling. It's great. No, like I'm going with sham and we'll get to it in a sec. But even where like he had a right clan, the last one I had, what was it? Not today is a clan. I just looked at it. They played Dota 2. So even he was wrong on what I they I said they played Mobus. You said they played League of Legends. No, but that was for another clan. That was for Not Tomorrow. No, you said League of Legends for Not Today. I, saw I them think we'll defer to the red And you even said one. afterwards, you were like, I don't know what they played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on shame, now. Shame, shame, shame. Sham. Yep. That is correct. Hey! Oh, Here comes tied. Sammy. Tied, tied, tied. Here comes Sammy. 1-1 one, one going into the final leg of round one. Can't series get a lead two. on this. Can't get a lead on this. Reese Kirby, FPS Goons. FPS Goons. FPS Goons. Sham. FPS That Goon is incorrect. Nice. nice. Crap. Well, there we go, this guys and girls. Game. This is a fantastic game. Round totally one, fair. season two is over. We've got a one-all lead going into round two of season two. Coming for you, Kirby. There's hope for Sam Abraham yet. Ah, we'll see. Remember, boys and girls, one like equals one share equals one love equals one vote for Sam Abraham. So one get prayer. out there. One like is one prayer. One like equals one prayer and God checks Facebook. He yeah. does. So make sure you like yeah. it to get the prayer in. Mm. So Reese, we've got some games coming out this week. What are the new releases that are going to be dropping across various consoles and platforms? Uh, yeah, so we've got Far Cry Primal um, on Xbox One and PS4. You guys were pretty excited for this. I'm, I'm going to pick it up. Former game I'm gonna pick it up. review yeah. last week, I think. I yeah. don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm pretty... Yeah, it's like Turok, really. Um, <laughs> Love Turok. <laughs> Mega Man Legacy Collection on 3DS. I reckon this is definitely something worth looking at because Mega Man is a legacy in itself. 
Um, so this is all the what Mega Man's. I think it's a collection of them, right? But yeah, well, look, hence the title, a collection Mega of Mega Man collection. titles. Yeah, no. <laughs> legacy. Um, yeah, definitely worth picking up because if it's like you know six oh, or seven actually, games yeah, in it does one, have a collection title. Awesome. Okay, Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare Two, Xbox One, PS4, PC, February twenty three. Yep, if you're into plants and zombies, this will be another installment for you to pick up and play and get your mum to play as well. It's an FPS, right? Uh, it's a just a big game that you play I'm, I'm, I'm asking sorry I'm not asking like because uh, I, I remember playing no, Plants vs Zombies 1 no it's it's a basically tower defense um, the first one was tower defense the first one was a tower it, defense I think it's different for the oh, Garden really? Warfare oh really oh I'll have to look at that I thought that was just another installment but eh, no, we'll see no. Pokemon Red Blue Yellow 3DS eShop how great is this finally we can get this on our 3DS's um, and get it uh, get it going again. I I've, remember I've debated buying a 3DS just to play this game. Uh, I should wait until the limited edition console comes out with it pre-installed, um, because uh, yeah, that would be something worth getting. And just even if you want to go into that territory, resale value on a Charizard console, I think would be pretty pretty good. Based off go that expert advice, yeah. I might wait for this one to come out yeah. on that console. Yeah, and by then, uh, hopefully, Fire Emblem is out. Mm. Which I've heard is like chess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's what's coming out this week. Uh, yeah. Look, decent week. Pick yeah. something up. Tell us what you think. Definitely. Definitely. And, there, and there's a lot of events uh, going around the country. If you're looking for things to do throughout, uh, you know, the rest of February here. The first one, um, GX Australia is actually a, a gay and lesbian community based gaming and pop culture events. Held here in Sydney. Um, it's running from uh, February 27th through to 28th, so that's next weekend. Shout out to our LGBT at? fans. It's at Australian Technology Park. Cool. And they actually uh, ran, a, ran a Kickstarter campaign to ensure and secure all the funding for that event. So nice nicely one. done. Nice one. So good work out there for uh, you know banding together community and making sure that event runs runs smoothly, goes ahead. Um, I think it's going to do some good things for the, for the industry. Yeah. Good stuff, GX. The other one is up in the Gold Coast. There is the Gold Coast Throwdown at Good Games um, this Tuesday, February 23rd. Um, it is a weekly meetup at, a, at a, what do we call it? Good Games in the Gold Coast. Um, primary focus is on uh, fighting games. Okay. They don't go into detail on what games they're going to have um, showcased there this week, but mm. that is uh, in Southport, Queensland. Every Tuesday uh, runs from uh, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. So um, any of you Queenslanders up there on the GC, get along to Good Games this Tuesday from 6. Mm, nice, nice, nice. The other one is uh, York Street Battles number 39 on next Saturday, February 27, from 11.30 in the morning. Um, so York Street here Jeez. in Sydney. So it's a you know nice and early event. It's going to run through the whole day. It's a monthly fighting meetup run by the legends at Ozhado. Yeah. Ozhado.net. They are, you know, pretty well the go-to website for Australian fighting-based news, events, competitions, games, and games. Good bunch of blokes. It is the first official um, tournament run by Ozhado um, for Street Fighter Five. So any USF Five fans. Get along to 99 York Street this coming Saturday from 11.30. Punch on. Punch on. Swing for the fences. Hadouken. Push. Till your heart's content. And the last one. Yeah, nice one. There's uh, another Street Fighter V tournament um, down in Perth. Um, Run at Perth and the Glitch is what it's called. Uh, So it's run by Ozhado Perth and hosted by the Glitch, which is a nice little offshoot over there in WA. 
Uh, kicks off at 12, goes from 12pm to 6pm on Sunday, February 28th. So, yeah, any of you gamers out there looking for, you know, some things to do, get out of the house, go see a few things. There's a couple of nice fighting tourneys to uh, get along in Queensland, Sydney uh, and Perth. Just another thing, if you've got an event that you've curated yourself or if you know of any that you want to gain some attention to, let us know. We're more than happy to um, to throw it on the show and just yeah, sure. give some coverage. Maybe just give us a bit of a, a spiel about what it is. Mm. Um, we're happy to happy to throw that in there. That's no problem. Yeah, quick quick shout out too to our third party controller podcast, which are uh, three guys in the US doing some pretty good things. Nice. Um, I think they're up till about episode fifteen at the moment. I've been listening to those guys on and off. Mm. Um, pretty smooth flow style if, if you like what we're doing you know they're doing something very similar nice nice relaxed environment some good knowledge with some good laughs yeah they're a bit of a longer episode they're usually in excess of two or so hours they Oof. cover a you know a very wide variety That's of dedication. games and events but yeah third party controller podcast check them out i love i like long podcasts i like short podcasts i like long podcasts i like listening to them for different things so i'll listen to like one podcast at the gym it'll go for like an hour and that's good. I get my start to finish there and there. If I'm, at pump work, on. if I'm at work and I need to just kill three hours because this is killing me being there, I'm going to throw on a long podcast. Can, can I ask, nice you know, podcast. gym podcasts, are that, do you try and listen to something angrier to get you like more pumped? More <laughs> gym <laughs> podcasts? Yeah. I No, I will listen to, you know what I listen to, which is a great one. It's called Stuff You Should Know. And they do like mm. a different topic every week and they yeah. just smash that topic and they'll just tell you everything about that one topic. Nice. They did Jack Hammers wow. and Nitrous Oxide recently. That's a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, and so you use that as fuel to, you know, push through the gains. I'm, I'm, I'm going to jackhammer this. I'm, these I'm, exercising my, I'm exercising my brain. I'm exercising my body. And it's ex- a good hour. There you go. It's a good hour. <laughs> Shout out to what, what was that podcast you listened to there? Stuff You Should Know. Stuff You Should oh, Know. It's fucking huge. Stuff You Should Know. Great so, podcast. Closing. Where, where can you find us all? Where are we at? How can you reach us, Reese? You can reach me personally um, at Fried Reese, the R-E-E-C-E, uh, on Twitter. Turbo Kerbo underscore at uh, Instagram. Uh, we've got the 8-Bit Facebook, which yeah. is... Uh, at We Are 8-Bit. We Are 8-Bit. Can be found on Twitter at the same That's handle as well. A-T-E-B-I-T. That's right. And we've got Brendan, Brendan 8-Bit on both Instagram and Twitter. And we've got 8-Bit Sam on Twitter. Um, and I don't really know. His Instagram, I think Instagram. it's like sam.a.b. It's something very, I like my dots. very unique. I like my dots. Look, if you go into my photos, you'll see Sam liking every single one of them. So you yeah. know that uh, he's They're all good be, photos uh, and yeah. they're all great burgers. And and like, you know, just uh, if you want to shout us out or you want to talk about something, just hit us up. I mean, we're all pretty cool. I mean, mm. I don't know about Sam. I'm not cool. Jury's no, still I, 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 I'm just kidding. I, I make a point of not being cool. I'm no, cool. he's very cool. He's the coolest guy here. Oh, he's wearing a you. denim shirt. Shucks. But, but if you're looking... It's fucking hot. It is hot. <laughs> it is hot. If, if you're looking for ways to digest these episodes in your own time, find us on Stitcher. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us at the 8-Bit website, 8bit.net forward slash podcast. And also find us on iTunes. If you do, make sure you rate and review us because those rate and reviews... Go a long way to ensuring, you know, we stay relevant in this space. Please and do we a rate and hear review. your feedback, good or bad. Please or do bad. a rate and review on the, on the iTunes. Um, hey, listen, we've got a, a very special competition that's happening. Um, yeah. Details yeah. on that one. It's for Street Fighter Five. Correct. We're giving a free copy away on Street Fighter Five on the PS4. Um, yep. it was It was opened up in the previous episode. You need to jump onto 8bit.net forward slash the feed. You should see an article there called uh, Lollybag colon Hadouken. Jump in there. Hadouken! Fill out a short, um, you know, um, 
entry like, form. Yeah, like an entry and, form. And yeah. there's there's a question at the bottom there. You need to select a particular Street Fighter Five character. The character in question that you want to reference is Birdie. It's Birdie. 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 So make not sure Ryu. Not Ryu. Not Ken. Not Bearded Dalsim. Not Blanker. Birdie Beetle. Birdie. Birdie. I love them Birdie Beetle chocolates, by the way. Amazing. Bring them back, whoever makes them. So, yeah, please, we're going to give you a copy of uh, Street Fighter. Maybe you could chuck us a uh, rate and subscribe and comment on the old iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, as, as we mentioned. Look those... at a little bear there at the moment. We're five episodes yeah. deep. Let's get some fan love happening. Come on, lads. Those, those comments and, and rates and reviews, they, they ensure that, you know, we stay at the top of this, this video game podcast, you know, environment. So look after us. We'll look after you. We'll keep these giveaways and freebies and competitions and fan interaction coming. You know, you just send us some likes and reviews. We'll send you the love back. So, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. I think it does. I think so. Any closing thoughts? Um, you know, tune in. The, the, this episode shall be, you know, as, as every week, available to you guys first thing Monday morning. So, any of you commuters looking for a bit of a time kill to avoid that daily grind on the train, download every episode Monday morning. Give it a listen. Give us a love. Give us some likes. Yeah. Let us know. Catch you next week, guys. Stay hungry guys. out there.